Welcome, you're listening to Resilient Brown Mamas, three women searching for understanding as we navigate motherhood, mental health, love, and life. I'm Sheena B. I'm Sonia G. And I'm Mika Rose. Don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts so other resilient women can find us. Welcome everybody to episode 14. For the second week in a row, we are celebrating Women's International Women's History Month with a special guest. Like, what? Like, are we so fancy that we know people that are this important and could come here and drop knowledge and love and all the good things on our listeners? Like, what? We yes, are. We're we fancy. are. Yeah. Um, That's the whole point. It is. I'm geeked as usual. And I am going to have to pass off the intro of this amazing person to Sheena. And then we're going to get into a really much needed conversation. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, everyone, I am excited. I'm ringing bells. I don't have my, my bracelets on today, but I'm ringing bells. I got mine. Yes, 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 ring the bells. Because can you hear mine? Can you hear mine? Oh, this sounds good. Oh, we got they the sound like three. chakras. <laughs> Maracas. So I'm excited to introduce you guys to someone um, super dynamic, super extraordinary, full of life, compassion, just drive. And, you know, I, I, um, I've been sitting at her feet for a long time now, and she just comes with a wealth of knowledge. So she's going to drop nuggets today. I need you to listen to her, soak them up, write them down, mark them in your phone. However, because we're about to open up a whole discussion today. And I got my notepad. I hope you have yours. I'm excited to introduce the circle to my auntie, Auntie Ooh. Mary Ann Shelton. Ooh. Welcome to Resilient yeah. Brown Mamas. Oh my goodness. Uh, that was one edification. I kind of looked to my left and right and was like, who is she talking about? <laughs> Sis, I'm talking about I don't even know who she is. Who is that woman? Oh, my gracious. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself because I, I'm all, every time I talk to you, I'm just singing your praises. I'm just singing your praises because you're just an amazing woman. Oh, thank you so much. I'm just so glad that the world gets to just hear tidbits today from you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. And ladies, I'm so, I'm full of of gratitude for just being invited to speak on this platform. And you ladies are extraordinary within your own right. Thank you. You know, and I hope I can add a little bit of value to listeners, to your lives um, as, you know, I move on through this journey of mine and, you know, we're going to talk about menopause today. So, you know, um, a little about me, I'm mindfully menopausal at 59 and a half years old. I'm grateful to be here because there are a lot of folks that did not make it this far. Many, Um, you know, I'm a divorcee, I'm a mom of two, grandmother, and it has been a beautiful journey. Uh, I'm a servant, a consummate servant, which I knew when I was a really small girl that I was brought here. My life purpose is to serve. And I've been in that position probably since the age of five from, you know, dialing it way back where if somebody fell down, I would run and get the first aid kit, put a bandaid on, on boo-boo. So I was, I was in my role very early on, you know, the Holy Spirit knew who I was going to be. I'm a social worker by trade. Um, you know, I, I'm here to serve and I've been serving for over, probably over 40 years now. Wow. And it's been, it's been beautiful. I have no regrets, no regrets. Wow. Love that. That's awesome. So auntie, we are here to talk about. Spit it out, girl. Spit it out. Spit it out. Menopause. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> such a, it's, it's such a dirty word until I saw how you 
see yeah. it. And I'm just like, what? This can be mindful. This can be graceful. Let me stop looking at it as doom and gloom. Well, you and the rest of the world look at it as doom and gloom. So I'm super excited that this is the topic my sister from another mister has chosen because the word has to get out. And we got the right person to get that word out. Thank you. And, and you know, growing up, because my parents, you know, because I'm older, my parents, of course, were older. You know, my mother was born in the late 1920s. Mm -hmm. So when you look at that generation, you know, I'm from the generation of, be, of a child being seen and not heard. There was a lot of education that I did not get from my elders, if you will. Yeah. And you just kind of move through life and you learn from the village around you. Sometimes on purpose, sometimes by accident. Mm. So with that being said, as I began to move through life and I would, of course, see my mom, my mother never exhibited any, quote unquote, female problems or, or any issues with, you know, the female you know challenges that we would, would have. Right. And women back then in the 60s, 70s, 80s going up. So again, my elders are quite senior. You might hear it like, you know, oh, so-and-so had some female problems. Right. They could never tell you what those were, but it was just a female problem, which, you know, was perplexing to me. So even as a young assistant going to college, I, I chose the uh, field of biology to study. So naturally, I was very curious about anatomy and physiology. And I really wanted to know about female problems. I, I just wanted to kind of discover and, and, and investigate what, what, you know, what is with this female body of mine? Again, this was a time when I'm coming up through the 60s and 70s and 80s. I found out a lot about who I was as a female from books. Right. Again, not from discussions. And, you know, if you look at the time, you didn't have a lot of books, even in the libraries that mm -hmm. kind of talked about these things. You didn't have it. So, again, learning, learning, learning. I was a woman who started menstruating at the age of 11. Wow. And I stopped at 56. I started hitting, you know, yeah, I started changing in my 56th year which was completely not normal. It was, I'm not typical with medical information. My body is You're very different. Very, very different. Your whole and life. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow. My, my OBGYN just, she was perplexed. She was like, you're still menstruating? I said, like a 27 year old. <laughs> <laughs> and not to cut you off, please. <laughs> please hold where, wherever you are going with that. But just yes. for listeners, myself and my niece, Jada Starr, because we were actually just talking about this yesterday, ironically. Mm -hmm. um, what is the typical age for like perimenopause or actually going into menopause? There, um, or the window, should I say? The window, I would say latter 40s, latter okay. 40s. And again, some of the um, studies that are out there, a lot of women are hitting menopause around 50, 52. Okay. okay they, they're, they're speculating that you're going to be full throttle into menopause. Wow. So that did not happen for me. And, you know, when you think about that as a latter woman, you know, you're going through your 40s. That's still a transitional period. You really don't want to have any more children. So you must be careful about conception. Mm -hmm. And then you're having deeper discussions with yourself and your medical providers. What kind of birth control? You know, what do right. I do if I'm going to, if I'm choosing to be sexually active at this age, what do I do? What do I choose? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Discussion. Yeah. And that's a so, good point because yeah. I mean, at that age, you would think I don't have to think about that anymore. You know, I know for me, I haven't thought about it and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I haven't thought about that since like my early thirties, only for mm -hmm. different reasons. Right. But, you know, thinking about birth control at some point, you're like, I don't want to think about that anymore. Yeah. I wow. And I know there are some studies, I believe Planned Parenthood did some studies that there was a period where most of the unplanned pregnancies were happening uh, with women over 40. Wow. So, yeah, yeah, there's there's some interesting stats out there and I haven't looked at them lately, but that was a real concern. So I chose to have an IUD um, at the age of 48. Can wow. you imagine? Like I'm thinking about birth control at 48. Right. Wow. Well, uh, because I had to, you know, that was something that was real. I was in a, a relationship, at least I thought I was going to be in a relationship. Right. <laughs> but I was like, okay, 
let me do this. Um, had it for five years, had the Morena IUD for five years. And ironically, you know, and I say this anecdotally, it didn't get used much. Better safe than sorry. Better safe than sorry. Did it cause you any physical issues? I am a person who's extremely... I'm mortified. Like I'm so afraid of birth control, all yeah. forms, shots, mm -hmm. yes. pills, mm -hmm. IUDs. But did it cause yeah. you any issues, or were you I, just like, I, had, I don't need it? Yeah, I had a few symptoms. I had a few side effects. Um, never my my uterine area just never felt great. Mm. You know, I, okay. it felt. I always had sort of a subtle. I won't call it a, a, a stomach ache cramp. But it was, but you knew, you knew something was there. Yeah, wow. you knew something was there. Wow. And and it was a, it was a, a bit on the uncomfortable side. And then okay. as I got towards the the five year mark, where we you know we kind of removed it, I still never felt really great because again, you know, you're dealing with hormone changes. Right. 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 Hormone changes happening. That was again. You know, I was probably my body was probably preparing slowly for perimenopause, but I was still several years off. Wow. And, you know, when I had it removed, my doctor said, oh, you should be moving right into perimenopause and you should be menopausal. Didn't happen. So how long did it take for, for me to to move into the, the perimenopause symptoms or phase? I oh, think. it took probably about four years. From the time that from, you, from the time of the IUD removal, from yes, the time of the IUD yes. Removal. yes, which is a, a significant amount of time. Significant yes. amount of time. So, and what, yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was going to ask a question, but go ahead. I don't want you to lose. No, me. no, you can ask. Me. So, I was going to ask just um, what was the first experience <laughs> that happened to you that you knew? Oh, sugar, honey, iced tea. This is a sign of menopause. Like. Was it the hot flashes? Was it the sleeping, you know, blanket on and off? Was it the attitude change? What, what was it? Uh, not having a cycle. It, you know, right. because again, I was regular. I was methodical. I was really, you could calculate me all the time. I was really methodical with the cycle. Gotcha. And, I, you know, and in my head, I'm like, okay, my cycle's coming because I had all of the PMS symptoms, you know, the uh, breast tenderness, um, the cravings for the chocolate. It's like, okay, here comes another cycle. All right. And then the cycle didn't come. I said, oh, okay. Um, hmm, this is interesting. Pregnancy was not an option. That wasn't an issue because I wasn't doing anything. So <laughs> I wasn't concerned. Thank God. Right. <laughs> so, so I went on. I said, okay, one month, two months. Oh, hey, I think I'm, I'm, I'm moving on in here. I'm now 56. Yeah, moving in. Moving on into this perimenopause thing. Mm -hmm. I'm cool. Next thing you know, I'm hemorrhaging. Uh, whoa, wait. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. Full throttle. I, I'm, I'm at work. Thank goodness I'm like a Girl Scout. I'm always prepared for all sorts of stuff. <laughs> I mean, it was as if the floodgates had opened. Oh, I said, oh, this is this is something. Frightening, you know, but again, I was prepared. Okay. Had it that well, that one month, and it was a long one. It was like ten days. It's like, gee, okay, change. So you're all, right. so it's all over the place right now. Like, like kind all of over. bodies all over. Yep. Bodies all over the place. The next month comes. Okay, I'm all, I'm I'm prepared. I'm like, okay, this you know, looking at the calendar, you know, calculating the days. Yeah. Nothing. Ooh. Okay, all right. Still, still concerned, you know. Days go by, no, we're into another month, nothing. Another month, nothing. Four months in, four months of no cycle. Another hemorrhage. Fifth month. Okay. And it kept doing that. It kept doing that. I was like, gee. So I go have my uh, annual GYN visit. Mm -hmm. She's like, how's it going? I'm like, oh, I think I'm in perimenopause. I'm up and down. You know, I'm having, you know, large gaps of months without a cycle. Then I'm going to have, then I have a hemorrhage. <laughs> We're, and I did that for about almost a year. Wow. And then on the last time when I didn't have one and I stayed without a cycle for a full year, because that's a determining factor when you're in, in, you know, completely in menopause is when you do not have a menstrual cycle for 12 months, 12 consecutive months. Wow. wow. And I haven't had one since. 
And that's what so, I was going to ask, like, is there any breakthrough bleeding or anything weird? So after that, it's just like, just nothing. you have arrived. Yes. Oh my. Ding, so, ding, ding. so you yeah. are, you are mindfully maturing, mm -hmm. but when all of this first started, were you as <laughs> graceful? Like, cause I know you said you were prepared and all those things, but were you? were you graceful or were you like how most of us are when we first think about this happening? Like, Oh, here comes my, you know, my personal summers or whatever the case may be, my personal oven. Everybody has their name. I have a personal set. Mm -hmm. Or were you like, come on? Cause I don't need it. <laughs> that part came. Um, I wasn't, I didn't know what to expect in terms of the personal summer. My very like, first. Can you explain it to me? How personal is? Because I be feeling like people are exaggerating. No. Look at oh, Sonia. No. Sonia said, "No, girl, this is real." Do like you literally, and, I, and I'm gonna, I'm sorry, Marianne. Mm -hmm. I just asked you, but when you finish, oh, yes, mm, I need to yes. know what does it feel like, honestly. Um, I always said, you know, my body, you, my personal summers had their own personality because. Whenever I would get dressed for an event, a formal event where I have on a dress, the whole nine, my personal summers would decide to like, oh, we are going to shower Marianne right now. Oh my God. And I am a, I am a woman who has full body perspiration. Okay. So head to toe. Head to toe, dripping like off the hair, like dripping. Head to toe, perspiration running down your back, through your panties, on down your thighs, legs, it like. And I feel like that's gonna be me. That's gonna. So that's gonna be me. It was like, oh, no way. This, this that was when but I no warning. It just happened. Zero. There is no warning. There's no warning. There's no warning. It, it, it's all of a sudden you're sitting there and it's like, and it's a rise. You feel like you mm -hmm. you are internally yep. on fire to the point where someone I have had in the past, someone look at me and like my ears are. Red, beaming, hot red, and they can see me, right? And then it's like, poof, it's gone. And then three milliseconds later, you're like, I'm cold. Like, I'm so I wish people could see our faces because Sheena and I are in complete utter shock and fear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like your body's on fire because I wear natural deodorant and I get away with it. Okay, yeah, you touch us, you feel that in that moment, you touch you, you feel the heat coming through our skin. I'm sitting here now. When yeah. I get dressed to go out and I'm in my house, I got to have the AC on. I don't care if it's 60 degrees outside because if I get fully dressed, mm -hmm. I start to sweat. Mm. And menopause scares me because I can't be out in the street. And then all of a sudden, my makeup mm. is running down my face. Because my body can't decide where it wants to be. Well, at that moment, you're on the equator and you just got to ride it out. Until... <laughs> so, but wait, okay. So now my next question is, because I'm sure you can hear the nervousness. What is the frequency of it? Like, is this once a week? Both, both the heads are shaking at one time. Whenever. Like, oh, you, know. you cannot predict it. You cannot control it. It happens for me. It happens at the most inopportune times. Wait, it, it, okay. well, girl, you ain't the you ain't the only one. I, no, I don't have a problem because you said happens, not happened. Oh, so no. you mean to tell me that once the menopause? Because I'm thinking, right? This only happens while your body's going through the change. But then once your body has decided we no longer produce periods, then I thought now the hot flashes go away with that. No. Oh my yeah, gosh, what are you telling me? But sweetie, look, we're all, every woman is different. Our bodies are all different. We have different metabolic makeups, the whole nine. So everyone's experience is different, but these are, these are common right. symptoms yes. that common, you know, events that happen. You may not have anything. I don't recall ever seeing my mother go through or, or have a personal summer ever. Well, I've I'm never gonna... witnessed it. One thing she, about... I didn't share it. Well, and that's the thing. One thing about older people, because my mom is now early 70s. Mm -hmm. And when you were talking about that, it made me think about my mom and my sisters who are now in their 50s, late 40s, early 50s. And they were very secretive about their cycles. We mm -hmm. had a very short talk about mine. But the way I lay down and my daughter's allowed to like lay down, with, mm -hmm. not allowed, I encourage to lay down, rest with a um 
with the hot pad. We even are, um, we encourage like home from school yep. because she's mm -hmm. an A student. So it's not like we worry about her missing anything. And the same will be for my second daughter because we understand it's a lot. So we do the special snacks and all those things. My, We've never, Sheena and I, I know in the Hightower Davis house, there was no sit down. I never heard my sister say anything about a cramp or pain. It was pop a mind all, take a Tylenol, take this bag of pads and have a great mm -hmm. day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what? there is no such discussion about it. There's no discussion about it. So, oh, there's gonna be a discussion once this is over because I'm calling everybody and oh. I'm asking them why in the heck. Number one, then they prepare me for yes. these fibroid riddled periods that my daughter and I have, and two, what are they keeping from me personally about menopause? Because um, one of our sisters, maybe two, okay, three of them are probably pre or going through. Mm -hmm. But the oldest and my mom were thrown into menopause through hysterectomies. Mm, okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. So we all have very colorful personalities that change from minute to minute. So mood swings and stuff yes. is not something I think we would easily detect in my house. Right. Is that the same for you guys? Okay. <laughs> so I wouldn't know because it's like, oh, mom's being mom again. <laughs> yeah. So. Mika, to, 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 to answer your question, yeah, it happens at any given moment. And it can happen, you know, in in one minute, it can happen five times. It can happen four yeah. times. It's just like, you see me sweating, okay, then you see me cold. Seven seconds later, you see me sweating, you see me cold. I'm laughing. <laughs> it's true. It's so true. I'm laughing because I've been in rooms and been away with both these ladies. <laughs> Sat at tables, been dressed up to the nines, been on beaches. And yeah. I'm laughing because I remember moments sitting at this grabbing <laughs> stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Open the window. You're looking for, for something. Find a, a piece of paper. Like, you look right. over at Sonia, and all of a sudden, she's sitting like, I remember one time we were in the car and she was driving. And it started to happen. And she's like this with her jacket, like. What? The sweat is coming down. We're in the dead of winter, in the car. The sweat mm -hmm. is dripping off her forehead. Yeah. She's trying to get out of her big old jacket, like what the hell. And then like three minutes later, you feel mm -hmm. she's okay. Yeah. Wow. Then second I've, watched, I've watched my mother. I watched my mother also go through that. Mm -hmm. But when did mom start doing, like, when did she? If I'm, and I hate to tell her business, but if I'm not mistaken, my mom had a, she had a hysterectomy, like, mid-40s. If I can remember correctly, and forgive me, mom, for telling your business, but it's important. Um, she had a hysterectomy in mid-40s, right? But then um, as she moved into her 50s is when I believe her. Symptoms, right? Her symptoms um started. So I remember like we'd be in the house and all of a sudden she'd take her magazine and stop whatever she's doing to, you know, like fan herself, you know? And that would like you guys said, it would happen a few times in a 30-minute period or an hour period or however, but it wasn't like a once in a while thing. Right. Well, now I'm just annoyed because I really thought it ended. But now that you're talking, now that we're talking, I'm thinking about our oldest sister, T. And they've been going through this for like a decade. <laughs> yeah. I want to ask Marianne a question. But Mika, I, I, through cancer, it started for me at 37. Okay. I'm 54. I've been going through menopause this whole time. Wow. Right. Mm -hmm. Uncomfortable sleeps, blanket on and off, sweat, mm -hmm. everything. Since 37, I'm 54. Oh, Lord. let me ask you this. Has yes, one time that you could, because I'm sure there's more than one time, but one time that you can remember that you've been in that situation and it's been very embarrassing for all of that to happen, right? Or mm -hmm. you felt embarrassed because I'm glad we're talking about that because it's something that we sh we we should not be embarrassed about. We can't control it. It is yeah. the way God planned it to be, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But we we're, we're programmed to think it's an embarrassment. So at what? Because I have my own stories. So that's why I'm. Mm -hmm. 
was there that one time that you felt totally embarrassed that one of those situations was going on? Well, even, you know, just before I hit menopause, I just want to circle back to the Perry part. What was embarrassing, I was at work one day and I had a hemorrhage at work and I had on light colored slacks. <sighs> and it was in the springtime, so I didn't have a jacket or a sweater. And let me tell you, I had to borrow my colleague's sweater to wrap around my waist so I could, you know, ease my way out of the office to get home to get changed. Oh you know, and I had to put stuff in the seat of my car. I had to put a towel. I always carry have towels on my car, mm -hmm. you know, because I, I couldn't stop it. It was, yeah. I was in bad shape that day. So, yeah. you know, that, a, a, a scenario like that is, is, is unnerving. Yeah. Really yeah. unnerving. But going, you know, moving forward to the hot flashes or, you know, the personal summers, I have learned now, I, 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 you know, you have to learn how to deal with it and how you cope. So I would wear textures that could absorb moisture, you know, darker colors so you don't see the perspiration rings. Like you, you figure out what you need yeah. to do personally to allow yourself to kind of move through your day. You know, if you're going to be out doing things, if you're at work in public places, you know, you have to really kind of think about, okay, what, what do I need to wear today that I can kind of cover this as much as possible? Uh, dressing in layers, you know, so you can kind of peel a layer or two off. Uh, just, you know, if, if you're having an episode, you know, how to compensate for it, because it is, it it can be very challenging, very, very challenging. Wow. And, you know, we were talking about my doll in terms of coping. Again, going through, ladies, I was popping my doll up until I finished. Okay. I Listen, cramps. I, I was a woman who continued to have cramps. Wow. Go figure. What? So, it, you know, everybody, you know, we're all different. We're yes. all so different. Oh, my goodness. Well, Auntie, that was some good stuff. I'm still on the edge of my seat. Yeah. I feel like I'm starting to get a little bit more prepared. Mm -hmm. Still still scared. But um, we have so much more to talk about. We're going to take a little break, and then we're going to roll back into this conversation. Hey, y'all, we're back. So, Auntie, I know that you wanted to touch on, like, the physical changes that the body goes through, which I think is definitely one of the things that we all see remnants of, but nobody talks about. Like, we hear the personal summers out loud, but nobody really talks about all the other little changes that happen. Mm -hmm. Speak on it. Okay, absolutely. Speak you know... A few things. When you're going through menopause or perimenopause, your hormones are changing. They're definitely making a shift. Our, our beautiful estrogen, testosterone, and progesterone are now all over the map. And estrogen is actually decreasing rapidly. And, you know, that estrogen gives us all of our zhuzh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it gives us all everything that we need and we love, you know, our, our plump breasts, um, our sex drives, you know, it's just a combination of all those yeah. hormones. And as we are maturing and we're going through menopause, you really truly begin to start seeing physical changes. Wow. Muscle and, and you know, also bone density. You know, there's a lot to this, what happens with yes. really? yes, bone density, yes. muscle atrophy. Yes. You know, they tell you know, women who are totally menopausal, start lifting weights. You you need yes. that because you need to try to maintain bone density. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, at my age, I'm not super athletic anymore. And I have seen my muscles atrophy literally in the last two years. And wow. it's like, wow. Yeah. I used to have really, really nice legs, really nice legs. I got more cellulite than I don't know what now. It's like, oh, I think wow. I need to get to the gym. Well, <laughs> yes, girl, you me. ain't alone there. Don't worry about that. So, but it's worse. I mean, it's, I have seen the increase in it. Yeah. You know, yeah. The, yeah. more midsection, um, what do they call this? It's it's fat. Um, visceral. Visceral. Visceral fat, you know, because it, it settles. Yeah. It, it, your body can change physically. And you're like, what about oh, hair loss and gain? Okay. Let me share this. Now, when I was going through perimenopause, there was a period where my hair got extremely thin. Okay. And that was an indicator that I was nutritionally and hormonally really kind of swinging. I mean, my hair was bone thin. Like, like I could see my scalp in some areas. I'm like, oh my God, do I have alopecia? What's, what's right. going on? 
And then I had a dear friend who shared some supplements with me and that, that changed, that changed everything. So that, that worked out. I got, you know, a lot of my hair back and it came back much thicker, but I, my secondary sex characteristic hair grew even thicker through menopause. Okay. Wait, can you pause for one second? Yes. So, so I have to say, I want, I want our audience to know that whenever you are speaking with Miss Marianne, you are going to get some interesting terms. Right? Yeah, because I call it something else, but she's, I have to respect her. <laughs> I mean, I like the way, I like the way she's, she said that because it took me a millisecond to catch on to what she Me was. too. I said, oh, I could be saying this a, hot, a lot more classier listen, than what I say. Listen, Miss Marianne will find a way to put that class on anything. Okay. That is just her DNA. Her yeah. grace. I yeah. love that. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You will see, you will definitely see changes in your own body a lot. Okay. You'll, you'll see it. Um, either you'll recognize it, your partner will recognize it. I know you're married, Tamika. Yeah. Um, and what makes it even more challenging is, and especially because the relationship I'm in is a long distance one. So I am not, and I'll, this is, I'm being very transparent right now, very transparent. Um, sexual activity, I don't, I don't engage in with a prescribed level of frequency. Right. So from one episode to the next, listen, when I tell you what goes along with this, you can have vaginal atrophy. Yeah. Okay. Where, and I've heard about it. I never knew anything about it. And I, and, and I really wanted to understand what this was all about. It's where your vaginal walls become paper. They become thin, very thin. They're not plump and juicy with all the wonderful collagen tissue and all that. Mm -mm. Goes by the wayside, ladies. Yeah, and they can't. And so no, they can't. Yeah, and that's when they so, talk about, you know, sex becomes very painful. uncomfortable. Very oh. painful, very uncomfortable. The dryness, the discomfort. Yes. You know, and, yes. And, and then, you know, you lose that interest. And then you're looked at as a bad person, right? You're mm -hmm. looked at as... You're the one to change, which we did. But again, it's not like we have any control over it. So then that adds another layer of us trying to kind of fix, right? If, if mm -hmm. fix something that would be considered broken. So now, in my opinion, it's like you have this extra layer of stress of trying mm -hmm. to keep that relationship and that marriage going, right? Because then he's looking at you like, <sighs> if he's not an understanding individual. Or if he's not going through his summer. Right. So thank you, because I did say I want to talk about that. But before mm -hmm. we go off, we're going to talk about men who go through it and have it. And it's mm -hmm. not spoken of because, you know, I, Marianne, don't worry about being transparent because we, we are totally transparent because I never knew it existed.
relationship part of this um, conversation. We're going to take a quick break because it's about to get juicy. So we are back from our little mini, mini, extra mini break because we're going to get right back into the part that I said is about to get juicy.
Yeah. And just having to brush it off. Yeah. I, I thought she was on a regular, on a regular, like I'll text her and I'm like, I, I'm, I'm like, I have. Hair, like wow, you know, oh my gosh. I know. and it's then like, you clear up. Very true. And, and I never have mommy brain about that stuff because even when you're pregnant, everyone focuses so much on. And your youth sets you up for a more graceful mm -hmm. um, menopausal phase. And I don't know if that's true or if it's just, but with yeah. diet, right? Because if you're already in the habit, then there's nothing to change. Like Miss Marianne said, we have.
that's just not who I am. I've never it's been better. Better like that. Okay, so so one of the things, Miss Marianne, I know that we haven't talked about and that The you know that brown color one? Any any mouthwash. Mm -hmm. Yes. Any mouthwash. into balance okay. so that's you know again oh, something else to kind of think about well, well that was the stuff i am going to look into all of these things because i need to build my confidence level which is something we need to
Sonia got to get her groove. Back. And you're a love bug, so you deserve it. Yes. You and Sheena are both love bugs, and you love love and all of that. I would love for both of you just fall madly in love with yourself. Sonia, both of you fall madly in love with yourselves. Well, I love myself. When you are, you know, considering dating, you want to fall madly in love with yourself first. And then when you have a person that you're going to go out with on Bad stuff first before you <laughs> absolutely. Like my car, <laughs> then the dope things that absolutely. This yeah. is so beautiful. Well. <laughs> <laughs>